Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's your host Jonathan Benchimol speaking and special guest star Oren Peso. Welcome guys. <laughs> the topic of the day is going to be a bit of a sensitive topic. Uh, not everybody is going to love hearing about this because it's uh, the truth and it's going to burn you. But the topic is wasting seed why you should not do it the benefits of not doing it and this guys is this is the way to literally break out of the matrix if you want to break out of constricted mindsets and limited thinking you need to stop wasting seed wasting seed is single-handedly destroying your life let's break it down from the basics god created the world that God created a world with purpose. Everything in this world has a purpose. If you go to a, a grocery store and you see a bunch of beautiful fruits and vegetables, all of those fruits and vegetables serve a purpose. You pick them up, you make a different blessing on each single one. Walking to that grocery store, your purpose in that moment is to guard your eyes. So the reason why wasting seed is so bad is because God gave us the ability to be like him. How? To, he gave us the ability to procreate. Our ability to procreate is to is he created us, so he gave us a power that we're able to come and have children with our seed. So when you waste it, it's, you're just opening a can of problems. Because first of all, you're wasting tons of children, and it's it's considered like murder. Uh, wasting seed is not written anywhere in the Torah because of how disgusted guy God is by this sin, and. Besides the actual act of wasting seed, how, how, how low you feel after you do it and how disgusting it is, the whole process, the moment up until wasting seed, it consumes your mind, it consumes your life. You know, if you're going, if you're going for girls, you're constantly thinking, how do I chase a girl? You're like a fox chasing your tail. You get one girl, it's not enough. You need another and another and another experience because you're just chasing, you're chasing sexual desire all day. There's no end to it. And if you're not chasing girls and you're doing things alone, which you shouldn't be, you know, you're just becoming more and more depressed. You're not giving yourself a chance to ever feel good about yourself if you constantly watch porn and jerk off in your room. I'm sorry to say it, so... You know, straight up, that's the way it is. You're sitting in your room, you're going on porn, you're, you're giving yourself an unrealistic, you know, idea of what sex should be. When in reality, sex is nothing like what it's displayed on porn. There's tons of cuts and breaks in between. And whatever you're seeing online, is, you're never going to be able to be satisfied with one woman if you constantly watch porn. You know, there was a study sh done, how much time do people spend on one porn video? And I think the answer was three or four seconds. People look for that, that quick dopamine and then the next video and the next and the next and the next. And it's the same thing with women. It's an endless chase. One girl, next girl, next girl, next girl, two girls at once, three, four. It doesn't stop. It's, it's a sickness. So for a Jew, we have mazel in life, which means luck. Mazel stands for motzi zara lebatala. Wasting seed is directly connected to your mazel the more you waste seed the more you're ruining your mazal it's like you can have so much potential and you can have so much that you can accomplish in your life but if you waste seed that's the foundation to everything mm -hmm. you will never amount to any success in your life if you choose to deliberately waste seed non-stop now it's hard to overcome this 
It's very hard. But God wants to see that you try. We're not telling you to go and stop and never to relapse. No, but actively try to stop because even that counts. You know, go clean for a day. You break fine. Now try two. Now try seven. Eventually, you're gonna you're gonna get to a month, two, three, four, and even if you're on a very long streak and you break, let's say you do a year and you break, you have to you have to learn why did you make a mis- Why did you break your habit? I mean, why did you break your streak? What happened that week? Was it the summer? Did you not guard your eyes? Things happen in life, and if we're not in control of what our eyes are looking at and what thoughts are going into our minds, then we're gonna eventually come to seed. Chazal teaches us that we shouldn't, if, if you have a nice body, you shouldn't admire yourself in the mirror too much because it makes you eventually come to Waisid. Um, you shouldn't look at that body part. You know, you shouldn't touch it. Obviously, if you're in the shower, you know, you want to clean it fine, but don't actually go and, you know, do things that are sexual. And just avoid it. Put up boundaries for yourself. You know, don't bring your phone into the bathroom. Don't go on your phone late at night if you know you're going to start to think, oh, I'm in my room, I'm alone. It's all baloney. You're not alone. You're never alone. Hashem is watching you. You know, the, the Rambam says, how does a person know if he really made shuva? So there's three ways to know how a person really made full repentance and he came back to Hashem. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one of the three because it's it's associated to what we're talking about. Uh, the Rambam says if a person was not religious and he had a girlfriend, and he would be with her, he would be intimate with her, and he decided to go to yeshiva and to make tshuva. And when he came back to town, his girlfriend tells him, "Hey, can we hang out again?" And he has a chance to easily go to this girl. The Rambam says this deliberately. The Rambam says he he has the chance to go back to this girl the same girl it's easy for him he doesn't have to work for it and like it's like so comfortable for, for him already you know she tells him hey come back let's let's you know let's meet up and he knows if he meets up with her he's in the fail if he if he says no and he overcomes it he is a full baal teshuvah full baal teshuvah you have any thoughts he went on a rant bro <laughs> I have a lot to say about this topic. It's a very crucial topic, and people need to be informed. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be hard on you guys, but I, I, I'm, I'm strongly, I'm very, very against wasting seed. You know, me stopping to do it, it single-handedly changed my life in all aspects. Always, it, it's truly, truly, truly a game changer. And. You know, there's so many different sources all over the Torah. Rav Nachman says wasting seed leads to poverty. It's, it's all over the place. You know, you want to feel better about yourself and you want to get to a higher spiritual place and get to feel better about yourself, then, then stop wasting seed. To build your self-esteem, you need to make an investment now for your future. Think about the future you. And stopping to waste seed and to hopefully, God willing, You'll get a good girl and you choosing to not waste seed now is for the future version of you that builds your self-esteem. Yeah, you waste seed, you lose your drive. Scientifically, it's also backed up. That after having sex or or just masturbating, wasting seed for no reason, um, you release this hormone called prolactin. And prolactin makes you not want to do much and just not productive. And all that for what? For a couple seconds of enjoyment, you're gonna limit yourself, and 
not be the best version of you. At least if it's for a purpose, then it's worth it. But no purpose whatsoever to make a family nothing. You're just doing it for fun. You're just limiting yourself. You can be building an empire. You can be building up yourself. But um, instead, you're choosing to waste to waste time and become an idiot in a way. Wasting your potential. Yeah. Completely. And I agree 100%. 100% agree. <clears throat> you know, to what you were saying, it's, it's, um, it's very true. People need to stop chasing short-term fixes and go for the long-term fix. You know, it's not just wasting seed, the whole idea behind it. It's, it's uh, you're choosing now over the later. Mm-hmm. Quick fix. And then you got to keep doing it, doing it, doing it. And you don't get the same high. The dopamine rush doesn't happen. You have to do a more extreme stuff in order to achieve that rush. And comes a point where it just like becomes really dangerous you're very like you're we're all guys that do this constantly are like prolactin zombies literally mm-hmm. they're high on prolactin and they don't get nothing done and people wonder why I'm, why don't I have drive why is everything not going for me in life why why this why that you know that's it's a it's a, it's a real thing Forget about um. Yeah, yeah. Forget about spiru- spirituality. Oh, you lose the light from uh, Hashem. Doesn't give you mazal. You lose your mazal. No, of course. The, the, it says in the Torah. It's like a cloud over a person. It says in the Torah, "Ezehu Agibor, who is a hero, Hakovesh Atitzro, someone who conquers his, his physical desires, food, the wasting seed, mm-hmm. sleeping too much, because the hardest person to overcome in life." Is yourself. Yeah. You give yourself all these problems by not listening. It says in Parashah, Someone who guards his mouth and his tongue, he saves himself from problems. So there's a question. Why does it say piv ulshono? It's a double lashon. It's a double language. Why does it say mouth and then tongue? So the answer is shomer piv. If he watches himself from eating too much, ulshono. Lashon means lashonara. So that you can you go, gossip. You can gu- you can guard your mouth in two ways by not overeating and by not speaking gossip, by controlling what you say. So if you guard yourself from these two different things, then you you save yourself from physical harm. And obviously, uh if you give charity, um it'll save you from, from death. All these things in Judaism, it's not here to scare you. Obviously, there's very scary punishments, but this is not a podcast to scare the living daylights out of you. No, just if you don't want to be a zombie in life, it's very, the, that's yeah. the antidote. You don't even have to be super religious to do this, by yeah. the way. You know, because... We don't even talk about it all the time. No fap. What do you think No fap November. Yeah. What is it, December 1st now? <laughs> no, it's called No Nut November. No Nut November. For whatever reason, there should be No Nut all year round. You know, but yeah, forget about the whole Judaism and Mazal and all that. It's back. To, everybody's saying. If there's one thing, us. if there's one thing you should do as a Jew, even if you don't keep Shabbat, you don't keep kosher, you keep nothing. There's one thing you should do. It's this because this puts the most klipot on you, the most layers on your soul. Meaning, your soul is a divine soul and it has a lot of light. It's like a solar panel. The more you do these things, the more cloud goes over and there's no light. It's blocking the sun, blocking the light. The from panel can't charge. Can't charge. So what's the point yeah. of having a solar panel? With, if you live in New York, it's not so efficient to have solar panels as much as it is to have it in Miami. Same concept. 
if you keep doing these, uh, I, don't, I don't know how you want to call it. It's, uh, You're doing these things to yourself. You know, yeah. a person can have the biggest potential in the world and he'll think he's average, but, but, but really he's, he's, he's has the potential to be the, 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 the Mashiach. But the more that he wastes seed and ruins his life, he's never going to ever see his potential because he constantly keeps putting himself in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, in life, there's a, very, there's a very crucial formula I want to share with you guys in life. There's a very, the, if you use this formula, you'll, you're guaranteed to succeed. If something happens to you in life, a feeling comes up. If you want to overcome a negative feeling, give it proper meaning. For example, let's say I'm in a supermarket and I bump into someone. Right away, this person gets upset at me. I can give that situation the wrong meaning to that feeling of me getting up like i can get upset at him and say oh my god how can he bump into me you know that hurt or i can say that person made a mistake let's say let's say someone gets upset with you you can say oh that person had a bad day or you can say oh he's getting upset at me 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 me." ego 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 stands for easing god out you don't have god in your life ego takes control give situations in life Give 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 feelings the proper meaning, and Bezrat Hashem, you're gonna you're gonna succeed with this uh, with this uh, what's it called method. Break out of the matrix, guys. This is the biggest key, and your boy's success is exactly for this reason. Should we show, should we tell them what the matrix is? The matrix from a Jewish perspective, not an Andrew Tate perspective. Uh, so go ahead and explain it. I don't real, think I know the the real matrix. What a matrix is, if you saw the movie Matrix, it's people in a, in a program. And when they break out, they're in real life now. So, in my opinion, the majority of the world is in a matrix type of program. When you're raised, you're taught these beliefs and you internalize them and it comes, it comes into your programming. You have to go to college to get a degree to be successful. You have to follow like A, B, C to do this. So let me tell you guys something. There's no golden rule in life and there's no magical way to find success. In my opinion, the only true way to find success is to follow the Torah. Because as much as the Torah is rules and regulations, it's also a guidebook to success, literally. It says in Shara Bitachon that God tests you in order to make a livelihood. What does that mean? You have to do ishtadlut. You have to go out and make a living. But why do you have to do that? Why can't you just get money, come to your house? When the Jews were in the desert, the, the Jews that had faith, the, the man that fell from the sky, it came to their doorstep. The ones that didn't believe in it as much, they had to go outside their house and they had to travel to get the man. Why? Because the people that don't believe, they have to work harder for their money because God has to test them. The people that believe, God doesn't need to test them so they fall straight to their doorstep. How do you apply that to today's world? Very simple. You have, you have a meeting with a non-Jewish girl or a Jewish girl. She shakes out her hand. She sticks out her hand to shake your hand. You don't shake her hand. That's you being tested for your money. There's no such thing as working 8, 10, 12 hour days. You don't need to do that to make money. You work 3, 4, 5, 6 hours max. You don't need to work a long day to be successful. God can give you your money in a shorter time span if you prove that you're loyal to Him. 
Because that's what life is about, proving your loyalty to your creator. It's like a father has a business and he wants to test his he wants to test his son for 30, 40 years before he hands him the the, the, the rights the reins to the business. Not gonna get it right away. He has to prove himself worthy. Same thing in life. If you show God that, you know, you're not gonna just eat not kosher, you're not just gonna break six hours. All these things in life just break six hours after you uh you eat meat and have dairy. All these small things in your day-to-day life. This is God testing you. A poor man comes up to you. He sticks out his hand. He's giving you an opportunity. He's not taking your money or bothering you. No, Hashem is sending you this guy because he wants you to upgrade. You give him a couple dollars. Or you give him a hug. Or you give him a nice word. You encourage him. Then you just upgraded. Look at life as a video game. God sends you difficult people. Show them, show them compassion. Because when you show difficult people compassion, Hashem shows you compassion upstairs. Life is literally a video game. You need to look at it as, <laughs> as if you're like playing GTA 5 or something. You're walking in the street, homeless man comes up to you. Do you give him the money or do you not? If you give him the money, you, you, get, a, you get a point. If you don't, you, you, you get a point to the negative side. Like in Red Dead Redemption, you ever play that game? No, I don't play video games. You can become an outlaw, or you can become a like a like a good bandit. And in the game, it tests you. You have a chance. You shoot someone, or you don't. That's the way I look at life. It's a video game because nothing is yours. Kesef money is is it used to be called zuz, which comes from the words like lazuz to move around because money just travels. You can't hold on to your money no matter where you store it. Even if you have the strongest safe in the world, it's not going to stay there. If you're not worthy of it, it's going to leave to you and go to someone else. God is at the top and he's pouring, he's pouring almost water into everyone's vessels. So one guy can have his vessel filled with water because he's complaining. So he doesn't give space for God to put money into the cup. One guy's vessel is ready to receive, but he has a hole on the bottom because he doesn't appreciate what he has. So he makes himself a hole in the cup. And then you have another guy who's, he really worked on his cup and he's ready to receive and God can pour tons of water in there. He has a big ready vessel to hold a lot of water. But the second that you poke holes in that vessel or you overflow it with nonsense, then God can't, he can't give you the blessing. It's a game. Life is a video game. You just have to look at it like that. Difficulties happen, overcome them. There's nothing you can't overcome. Hashem doesn't give you a challenge that you cannot overcome or withstand. Even if the most difficult thing happens to you, if someone passes away in your life, you know, you lose all your money, you get into a divorce, you get out of a bad relationship, no matter what happens to you, you have the ability to overcome it. Because if you didn't, it wouldn't be happening to you. You just have to believe that you're powerful. And just like wasting seed. Every man has this test. There's not, there's not a man who doesn't have this challenge. Every man has sexual desire. And the same thing goes for women. You know, if, if a woman's listening to this podcast, if you, you know, if you get with a guy and you do whatever with him, you're, you become a partner in that sin. Because without you, it wouldn't have happened. So you get the same punishment for wasting seed. Uh, you know, science has proven how porn is bad for you and how it ruins your marriage. I heard one time uh, a guy, I think Jordan Peterson, he said that watching porn, it decreases your, your enjoyment that you can derive from sex. 
Meaning, let's say you have a guy that never ever watched porn or got with girls, never did these things, and he gets married. He will guaranteed feel and have a lot better of a sex life than somebody who did do these things before. Somebody who is in and out of nightclubs, getting with the most beautiful girls. You know, it's, it's, it's an endless pit. Nothing is there. When you do it, God is disgusted with you. It's vapious. It's empty. It is pointless to do these things. Because you can go and you can get with the most beautiful women and go to all the fanciest clubs. But at the end of the day, nobody cares about you. The only reason why they're near you is because you have, you have status, you're good looking, you have money. A, B, or C. Because that whole scene is external. People look at you and they see who you're, who you're with, who you're standing with, what you're wearing, what you look like, your vibe. But no one knows what's really deep down inside of you. Because deep down inside is a neshama. And that whole, you know, fit, that whole person you're portraying, that's not the real you. It's not. The whole club scene, the hookup culture, all these things, it's all based on external. It's, it's like two animals coming to use each other and then just like departing. And then you're like complaining, oh, why can I ever attract the right person? Because... <laughs> Look what you're doing with your time, man. Get your act together. Stop going to places that are bringing you down. Go invest your time in things that actually make you feel good about yourself. I guarantee you, if you go to a store and you pay for someone's, you know, tab, or if you buy someone something for someone, or if you do a really good, you know, act of chesed, you're guaranteed to feel amazing about yourself. So why don't you do these things more? 99% of you listening to this, you know the Torah is, is true. You know it's real. You know how good you feel when you do the right things and it feels right and you feel good. So why do you choose not to do the right things more often? Yeah, it's hard, we know. But if you know that this is making you feel good, then why do you constantly choose to feel bad? This is the choice that you're making. Mm -hmm. Anything to say, Doyle? Thinking about taxes. Taxes. Worrying too much. No, I'm not worrying. I came up with good ideas in my head. I want to. I think this was an information filled. Definitely information filled. You spoke for about 20 minutes straight. Yeah, I have a lot what to say on this topic because <clears throat> me, myself, I've been in not the best relationships, but. I always chose to take the lesson from the pain and not sink in the pain. And that got me to where I am today. And I want to share this information with you guys. I can keep going, honestly, for hours. I have so much what to say on this topic. I've researched it extensively. And all I wanted to do is to share with you people this knowledge because this is truly the, the guide book to real happiness. You don't need materialism. You don't need anything more than what you already have now. Because if you needed it, Hashem would give it to you. Stop looking outside. The grass is always going to be greener. And when you get to the other side of the field, you're going to look back to where you were and say, Oh my God, the grass looks greener there. It's a never-ending cycle. 
You have exactly what you have in your life. And it's enough. You have what you need to succeed. Hashem gave you a lifestyle to succeed. Your family, your friends, where you live, what you have, everything that's yours is what you need to get to the next level. If you want more, get more. But first appreciate what you have because if you're not happy with what you have in the present moment, you'll never be happy in when you get the next thing because what's in my name, what's in my time, what's in my time, it never ends. So stop wasting seed and you're going to start to feel better about yourself. You'll be able to enjoy life. You'll be able to upgrade your mindset. Upgrade your mindset, upgrade your life. Stop going for short-term pleasure. Go for long-term success. I'm going to end off with one thing. Um, this, this is the mamish, the key of the, the podcast. You listening? Mm-hmm. This is, this is the, the last key I want to end off with. So pay attention now. Buckle your seatbelts. There's one man on the planet who mamish changed my life. He's, he's, he's the, the reason why I stopped wasting seed. His name is Gedalia Fenster. He full-on mentored me for months, and I owe him a lot of Aharakarata Tov and appreciation because, you know, it's, it's one thing to look at rabbis and, and learn from them. But he's very relatable, and he actually understood the challenges, and I was able to be honest with him. And he told me many different things, but they never really, like, it was never enough for me. He said, stop chasing the right girl, the wrong girls, the right one will come. You know, stop doing, stop chasing the, the short-term pleasure and go for the long-term win. All these little things, and it was nice. But there was one phone call we had where he told me something, and it changed my life completely. I was telling him, Gedalia, you know, I know I'm different than other people. I want to be above average. And I went on a rant, like how I want to make money and I want to open businesses and do all these different types of, uh, you know, ventures. And he told me, you want to be above average? Stop wasting seed. And when he said that, I instantly, that was it to me. I understood. If you want to be above average in Hashem's eyes, you need to stop wasting seed because that puts you in a category of not many people in the entire world. How do you stop wasting seed? How do you stop? For a guy that's used to wasting seed, what do you do? What's the first steps? To stop. Mm-hmm. All right. Just How stop. Do, just stop, okay. What? Mind over matter, baby. Do you set boundaries? Um, I do you elaborate? That, I that it's, before, not so, it's not so easy. Be more specific. It's not so easy to do. Okay, I stop. I stop one day, two days, seven days, eight days. Stop thinking about I'm it. I'm up to the 15th day. You need to stop thinking and, about it. And a girl texts me and whatever. You know where it's going to go. How do, you, how do you say no? How do you... You say no. You're asking me how to say no. Say no. You say no. You're basically... Yeah, very nice, but it's not so easy. Is there anything... It is like, easy. That's thing the, that you think about. No, no. Motivation. There's, no, there's no magical trick. You want to be above average? Stop wasting seed. Gedalia said something else, though. No, no, no. I need to explain to you something. You just asked me, how do you say no? You don't have the motivation to say no. If you have the motivation to be above average, that will overpowers the, the will to be with the woman or to jerk off. It's all about how bad you want it. 
what what do you want more? You want to stop? Learn about yeah, that's what, he, that's what you're really doing. Said. He said it cracked for him because he decided that he wants to be rich. He doesn't want to be poor. It wasn't He's even. Like, it wasn't even a spiritual at, thing. He looked at it as pain. Oh my god, I'm gonna be poor. It's the pain. It's like really bad pain. It wasn't like I feel the oh, same I'm exact gonna, way. I'm gonna be Mozzarella Batala, and then I'm gonna Hashem is gonna hate me. I'm, the demons are gonna come down. No, he just looked at it as like, oh, if I do it, I'm gonna be poor, and I don't want to be poor, so I'm gonna stop. And that's exactly why I stopped too. The pain of being poor, yes, is a lot worse. The pain of not having money, the pain of not having a credit ha- card that you could spend tons of money on. And it's a lot do- worse than the pain of holding yourself back another three, four, What's the five big months deal? before you get married. Who needs a girl for a couple minutes of a pleasure? Who needs it? It's not worth it. Yeah. You ask me, how do you say no? Say no. Stop. There's no magical solution. If you, if, if there's a will, there's a way. You just yeah, need, but you that's, just give yourself a will. <laughs> that's the train of thought that should have the whole time always give, your, give always, yourself always remind yourself always go back to that you need to give yourself a will you need to put up a, a line enough is enough i can't keep doing this anymore there's also guys that are probably listening to this and have it pretty well in their life you know people are not everybody is like starting from bottom some people's parents are very wealthy and they can do whatever they want it's not all about money it's about happiness too. Wasting seed is everything. It's right. money. It's how you feel about yourself. It's your 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 future married life. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. How you feel about yourself. And even bad things that are happening to you. It's it's bad things are happening it's, to it's you. It's correlated of this. also. You want to be godlike, because everybody wants to be above average. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't and you don't want to be above average, something's wrong with you. Everyone wants to be unique and everyone wants to be special. So start with this. This is what's going to get you there. This is the secret code. Literally. And it's not even a secret. Everybody agrees to it. Nobody just nobody wants to do it. Not everybody agrees to it. You go on Google, you search up, is wasting seed bad for you? It says according to science, it's not. Yeah, but according to science, if you don't waste seed, it's also not bad for you because the, the, the sperm cells in your you-know-what, they just replenish. They say it's even healthy that you can... Um, you can prevent uh, cancer if you waste seed every at least once a week. Yeah, that's why you should get married. Mm-hmm. So you could actually have this release. All I'm saying is for the single men, because you're not going to have the opportunity to do this when you're married. You only get one chance in your life to actually overcome yourself, and that's now. When you're married, it's going to be different. If you don't train yourself now, when you get married, you're going to be looking to cheat, to cheat with other women. Yeah. Well, you think you're going to get with different girls every night and suddenly get married and stop? No. It Hello. Gets, it gets worse when you get married. Duh. You're going to get used to your wife after the first time you're with her. You're going to say, okay, next. You won't even be able to your get brain, Your brain is screwed up. You need to rewire your brain. Yeah, we have this common misconception when you're single. Like, oh, when I'm married, everything's going to be fixed. I don't need 100% anymore. 100% not true. You have to put in the work now. Yeah. Put in the work now so when you're married, you can look back and say, wow, I overcame that. I was above average. I'm a beast. I'm going to be successful. Hashem has no reason to give me bracha because I overcame the hardest thing on the universe, in the universe. Even the malachim, they, they, they said, oh, look at all those people in Saddam. You want to destroy the city? Hashem said, hello, you try. They went down and they sinned the first second they got there. It's a hard test. That's why the reward is so great. You want to be a beast in your life? You want to accomplish things? 
Stop touching yourself, bro. Control your thoughts. Guys, wake up. Wake up. Control your control your thoughts. Control not- control your feelings. It's all in your control. But it's never gonna be in your control if you're a slave to your desires. Wake up. You are a slave. Break out of the matrix. It's time. Break out of the slave mindset. You are literally a slave running after yourself. Stop. Stop being a slave. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's so it's so simple. Just stop being a slave. Slave to that, slave to money. You wanna be a a creator in life? You wanna be someone who's making things happen? How are you going to do that if you're on a leash and the person that put the leash on your neck is you? Break out, guys. Take off the damn leash. Hello. Good morning. Do you want to be a creator or a consumer? Do you want to be a leader or a follower? Do you want to play defense or offense? Who do you want to be? I bless all of you watching, not watching, listening to this podcast. That you're going to be able to overcome this Nisayon. This was a very powerful podcast. This was a very, very powerful podcast. Packed with information, packed with motivation, packed with inspiration. I think all the tools you need to overcome this test are in this podcast. This should give you the, the will to at least do more research, to at least stop one time, to at least start something. And if you don't, then you're forever going to be a slave to your desires. And honestly, you're just going to be a loser. You want to be a winner in life? You want to be a winner in God's eyes? You know, I'm going to say one more thing. I don't, I don't even know if you know this. Mm. Every single day in heaven, the angels come together and they come to the Kisa'a Kavod, they come to Hashem and they make an announcement. Did you hear this before? I heard something along the lines, yeah. They come and they make an announcement. They come with a list of men. They come with a list of men who live in cities. And didn't weigh seed that day. Didn't go with women that day. Didn't not guard their eyes that day. Every single day that you overcome this challenge, they're announcing your name to Hashem in heaven. You know what that's like? That's like someone is taking your business... And giving it to Elon Musk every single day and telling him about it. Don't you think he's going to want to invest in your business at some point? That's like a really good basketball player having his resume sent to NBA teams, to the GM of that team every single day. Don't you think a team is going to pick him up eventually? Do you want to be great? Do you want your name to be announced every single day? Every single day they're going to come and they're going to say, Oren Peso, he lived in a busy city and he overcame it that day. That's a pretty small list, my friend. 
<laughs> you might be the only person on that list. Doesn't that give you potential to succeed? Yeah, you have you have heaven on your side. What what better team do you want backing you up than heaven? You know? Cheering you on Because if you put your faith In any other team Hashem's gonna say Yeah you believe in them Let's see how far it gets you Yeah Hashem is always The solution Bezrat Hashem I bless you all That you should be able To overcome this Nisayon You should be able to Stop wasting seed And you should have An amazing single life An amazing married life And Everything will work out for you I promise you If you don't waste seed Any moment that you have A difficulty with And you're really about to fail feel free to DM me on Instagram and I would love to call you and talk you out of it in that second because the real difficulty is not the good moments. The real test is in the bad moments where you're alone, you're having a hard day, you want to release the energy and the tension and you're about to fail. Those are the moments where everyone fails. But the great people overcome those moments because everyone goes through those moments. I go through it, Gedalia goes through it. Even the great people have those moments. But what makes us great and not you is the fact that we actually overcome those moments. And you fail every single time. So stop being a loser and overcome the moment. You can do it. Just believe in yourself. If you believed in yourself, you will get a lot farther in your life. We're an unstoppable force. We only limit ourselves when we do these things. Only if you choose to be. It's your choice. Literally unstoppable. Unstoppable if you choose to be. If you believe that you can be unstoppable. Yeah. If you don't believe it, you could be as weak as a as a leaf. That's crazy. You could just you could just fly around wherever the, the wind wherever the wind takes you to, wherever the wind blows you, you'll just go because you have no strength. Put your foot down and be a man. Hold your ground. The wind pushes you, push back. Retaliate. Put on the jacket. The jacket is boundaries. Keep yourself protected. Go against the current. Exactly. Push. Overcome yourself, believe in yourself because you can do it. You just need to believe it. Tell yourself, I can overcome this test. I can be great. I will be great. It's just a matter of time. And as the weeks and the days and the months go by, you're going to start to feel a lot better about yourself and you're going to see the blessing in your life. And the only credit you should give to is not me or not Hashem. Or obviously Hashem, he gave you the power. But the only credit you should be giving to when you make it to the finish line is yourself because you did this and you deserve to feel good about this and you deserve to celebrate. Stop going to clubs and celebrating uh, your depression and your problems and your pitifulness. You want to make a party? Make a party with your boys when you guys overcome the 40-day mark. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Take care, guys. Thank you.